Oh, welcome to the Luke and Pete show. It is Monday. The stairs down tiny little <laughs> calendars to 24th, 24th of May. E and the weather's terrible. Um, Luke's not here. He's 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 taking a week off. Um, he's having certain parts of himself removed and replaced with other augmented parts. Uh, and so we've got a, a special guest with us, and um, it's it's this guy. Hi, Pete. Great to be here. Patrick Stewart. He much enjoyed the episode in which Jim Campbell fell in a canal and I just wanted a slice of that hot podcast pie. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't need the heavy breathing at, at the end of it. I, I've been playing with augmented reality, not augmented reality, uh, artificial intelligence uh, kind of co-host uh, audio. Uh, I think this one's Jerry Clarkson. Hey, Pete Clarkson here. I've noticed an increase in chatter on the podcast regarding the Fiat 500, the ride that is true beyond compare, a nippy little number that puts in mind a sexy little wood nymph, willing to be chased through the trees, and such, anyway just stopped by because I like the story about Jim falling in the canal, he's so hench now. He's so hench now. And finally for now, uh, the one that went incredibly awry, uh, Kanye West. It's the Lupin Peach, open the naughty cell, it's the Vision Peach, yo, we be rolling up the pillow, we get in the club, we try to pick up more, eat a Scottish 10 pound note, the bomber says they know The annoying thing is, <laughs> that was a big story that I wrote out. Vish is with me. Vish, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. Vish, Vidushan Raja is here from uh, the football ramble this is me trying to give you a big kind of like a, a big kind of uh, exciting entrance I wanted uh, Kanye West to come on the show and mention that you were going to be on the show uh, the problem is uh, artificial intelligence Kanye West they've somehow found audio of him singing Scottish 10 pound note but they can't find uh, him like talking about anything else it seems so it's just a lot of <laughs> it's all very strange it did sound very early Kanye when I think he made a note of rapping like you could tell that his jaw was wired <laughs> you know in the way that like 50 Cent was always rapping about being shot Kanye mm. was oh I have been in a car crash we've been through this <laughs> um, oh Vish is on yeah. the show thank you for joining us Vish you are from the Football Ramble, you are from the Independent, you are from everything. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, that's what it says on my passport. It's what, <laughs> they don't let me in anywhere, so you can't just write every, anything. No, you can't write everything on your passport. <laughs> what is in your passport? Have you got a middle name? No, I don't. Uh, no. I don't either. Yes! Yes, there we go. Two guys without middle names. I did wonder if it was if I did originally have a middle name and then kind of like Pangea just broke off and they joined <laughs> my first and surname. <laughs> yes, lovely. Yeah. Attracted towards the two uh, <laughs> the two bits of your first and second name. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, Lucas and Aya, uh, Vish has kindly stepped in. Vish, we just need to find out a little bit more about you because we've heard you on the Football Ramble, but we don't know much about you other than that. What, what Can you give us a prayer of your life, please, in five minutes? Because that, well, I mean, that could be quite boring. So, shall I right. put it on to you? What, what would you like to know about me? Well, the questions that we sort of ask a lot uh, on the podcast are stuff like, "Has your dad bought anything big before?" My dad bought brought home a snooker table that was too big for the lounge. Did your dad ever bring home something too large for the, the house? Uh, my dad's... What's your dad into? What, what is my dad into? Yeah. My dad is really into classical Indian music. Right. Um, often from films. And will sit... Like he will... He spends all his day working at a computer. Mm. And he will come home and sit on the couch 
and plug his headphones into a laptop and just listen to to a lot of that music, which is available on YouTube. Mm. And just like cycle through it. Nice. Much to the anger of my mum, who's <laughs> always trying to call him from another room and obviously yes. he can't hear. Yes. Um, in terms of purchases, he bought a treadmill about, it's coming about like 15 years ago now. Mm. And he's only just started using it. Right. Well, lockdown. that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's good. You don't get to walk around that quite as much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he's also bought a bike. Mm. Uh, around 15 years ago, which, which he's now also using. On so the treadmill, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like in cartoons, where they want to cook something quickly and they'll chuck something in the microwave and then put the microwave in the oven. Yes, my yes. My dad's doing that with his own <laughs> fitness drive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess um, my dad's quite similar in that my mum and dad uh, both have, like, kind of um, headphones, like, to watch the telly. So they will sit and watch the same TV the same show, and they will both, because they are responsible neighbours, uh, oh, they see. will put their headphones on. Um, but it is when you kind of appear for Christmas, it's like you're in a silent disco and nobody's... <laughs> and people are trying to attract the attention of someone and, and, and they've got their headphones on and they walk around the house and they've got their headphones. It's all very strange. They're getting stranger as they get older. My dad wakes up uh, at one o'clock in the morning and he will sit and watch um, old, um, not silent films, but like old kind of 50s films. The sort of films nowadays has a little warning at the start of it saying different times really? it's, it's the Talking Pictures channel it's called Talking Pictures it's black and white films from the 50s uh, where you could get away with being incredibly ugly as a film star and incredibly bad at acting do you remember like back in the day they'd yeah. just be like yeah so that's what my dad watches from one, one in the morning to, 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 to eight in the morning when my mum gets up. And they have this kind of like shift pattern uh, where they only see each other for a, a few hours every day. It's all very strange. Is that sweet or is that, I suppose they're just, because one of the things they're about... They're together, Vish. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's what I mean. I mean, that's the thing. Like One of the things <laughs> I've noticed more with my mum and dad is that they... They're so comfortable with each other that they've, they've broken back off into them as individuals. Yes. And it's like, you know, we've got everything sorted. We've, we've had our two kids. You know, mm. they're off doing whatever the hell they're doing because they don't answer our WhatsApps anymore. <laughs> Why do we break off back into our own routine? So right. they, they still like hang out together and mm. they also do the things they enjoy separately. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's lovely. Do, do you have a family WhatsApp group? We do, yeah. right? Yeah, because yeah, I'm the politics of the family WhatsApp group is is interesting because my dad will send me spicy text too hot for the family thread, <laughs> where it's like a, it's usually like a, a meme that's been forwarded a million times by old men uh, with a woman with big boobies or something. I'm like, I'm like dad, oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, you know, it's good one, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I've said it before on this podcast. They're obsessed with putting nipples on on, on boobies that didn't have nipples in the first place. They'll sort of go, "There's apparently the leaning tower of Pisa in this picture, and there'll be one with 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 uh, with boobies," and someone will. Have painstakingly coloured in nipples for some bloody reason. Uh, either way, it's all very strange, and the JPEG compression is always terrible. Uh, that's usually <laughs> what this show is all about: me complaining about memes and how bad the JPEG compression is. Uh, but my dad will send me the spicy memes, uh, and then he'll just send like the normal stuff on, on the family thread. But then there are other people in our lives, like my sister's husband. I, why is he not allowed in the family group? He's part of the family now. Why is my partner not, not invited to the family group? Oh, that's a good point. I mean. I wouldn't want that unless so. <laughs> so my partner is in the family WhatsApp group. There we go. See, but we, but we are married. Yeah. If I was dating someone, right? And imagine that if that was a thing, because a lot. Of, I suppose. What the biggest do you regard married marriages being locked in and they can't escape? <laughs> so, well, you had to sign a paper, didn't you? <laughs> but I mean it in the sense of like 
you know when you when you're going out with someone and there's a certain num- uh, number of years there's a certain <laughs> period a period of time where you and them feel comfortable where you're like mm. you meet my parents I meet your parents mm. and it's it's not necessarily as official as that it's right. like come come to my house for something something and yeah oh my parents are gonna be in my house do you want to meet them right yeah uh but then like what stage is the whatsapp then because my yeah. mine was my family thing was always two years right okay yeah how many people how many years. people how many partners have you had that have been in the family whatsapp group just one well, or, or, so just one but right. that's, that's what i'm saying so when when would the whatsapp group come into effect right okay I, I mean that'd what, be longer wouldn't it yeah i guess so i mean i guess marriage is a pretty good kind of bro- uh, you're probably going to stay together that's probably the plan yeah if you're going to invite all those people to the party <laughs> that's that's probably the plan uh but uh obviously uh, things have changed over the past week uh vish actually uh <laughs> agreed to be on this podcast uh when i texted him uh on saturday night uh when we were both and i don't mind saying absolutely trolleyed so what I love about uh, modern uh, life is that uh, people can be contacted anytime, day or night, and the best things you can ever do are the things you agree to do when you are pissed. Yes. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah, I think that's absolutely fair. <laughs> I so think, sorry about that. Because I think I saw your, I think you sent your message quite early on in the evening, and right. I ended up seeing it quite late. Ah. Uh, and I think if I... You're like, I'll leave that till later, I can't deal with him right now. <laughs> And then you're a bit pissed, like, what does he want? Right, okay, cool. Right, I actually fine. wasn't out, but I saw the message and I thought, I need to get pissed to reply to this message. <laughs> and so I went out, yeah. No, but I saw it yeah. and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I read it again <laughs> when I was interesting. pissed. Because I was, like, I was like, you know, I do want to do it, but I was a little bit like, am I Luke and Pete material? This is what Oh, I'm you're about. very much Luke and Pete material. Well, We've I mean, seen that from the seven, seven pints later, I thought, well, I absolutely <laughs> am. Yeah. Back yourself. The best players back themselves. That's all we're saying. But how, how has your kind of like restriction easing uh how, how kind of like the pub uh kind of, do, do you still uh go to the pub outside for me because you for me you're very inspirational in the on instagram <laughs> it's you and lauren robert you eat well you drink great wines and so does lauren robert it's, it's you and the footballer lauren robert that i, that I respect <laughs> as, as influencers for me there's very few people who i do, who, uh, who i look at the instagram stories i sort of go most people, I just go, oh, get fucked, I don't care. But you and Lauren Robert, I'm very much like, God, oh, they're having a lovely life. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too good at the kind of black square Instagram activism because it's, you know, largely bollocks. But, <laughs> so I thought I'm just going to, if there was a way of purveying gout over social media, that's kind <laughs> of what I'm going for. I think my foot hurts. Yeah. <laughs> you um, making a lovely pork dish last night. I was, yeah, mm. yeah. Although it's, <laughs> thank God they disappeared after 24 hours because I think I've made that dish a about 10 times in the last year. Right, and taking a photograph of it every time. Yeah, because it's, it's really it good. It looks it's, satisfying. Yeah, it's yeah. very easy to make. And, and and crucially, it's very satisfying to make. Right, okay. So you feel like a smug dick and put it on, <laughs> on, uh, on Instagram. <laughs> it looks so hot. Uh, but have you sort of enjoyed uh, the restrictions easing? Have you seen anything interesting? Have you sort of spent a lot of time in the pubs? Because I am, bloody hell. Let's make that very clear. <laughs> so, um, what did I do? I, I, I suppose the I had dinner with my parents on Tuesday indoors, which was which was nice. Mm. And then Wednesday met some friends for dinner. And that was interesting because it was in central London, mm. um, at a restaurant in Covent Garden. And I usually cut it fine in terms of like what time I turn up. So it was a yeah. reservation for like seven. Mm. And I realized I was getting into central London at 6.40. So I was like, oh, sweet. I might just like go for a walk. So I got off a few stops earlier and mm. walked through central London. And I realized what I missed was ambling. Right. And then having that moment where you're like, oh, I've got a bit of time to kill. 
might get a drink. Or like, <laughs> I suppose because of like where most of my friends live, there's always someone out and about in London. So mm. I'm a bit like, is anyone in London in the next 20 minutes? It's free, it's free for exactly one drink. And <laughs> Very it, specific. Yeah. And it might say a lot about my friends that, you know, that, that's, I could throw that out there and get a positive response. Oh, that's good. You've got a wider net than me then, presumably. <laughs> but presumably you used to be that friend when you were in central London. Oh, yeah. Everyone. Because they knew I lived in, like, I lived there. So people would go, Hey, Pete, I'm in Soho. Do you find Well, no, it's 10pm. <laughs> I'm in my pants. I'm yeah. just, I'm, I'm getting ready for bed. Like, it's not, you might be out, but I live here. For you, this is just a good time. But for me, this is what I call life. Oh. <laughs> it's not enough City High reference. No, not enough City High. Whatever happened to those guys? They were great. <laughs> Crying all alone on their bedroom floors. <laughs> um, did you find then that you used to, people used to take advantage of you? Steady? What? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, as in, they just sort of. Tear it's up two and... a.m. He's. I know he's here yeah. somewhere. Yeah. 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 People who work for this organisation would fish. <laughs> They'd turn up at like one a.m. pissed, and I'd be like, "What am I supposed to do here? What am I supposed to do here?" Yeah. 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 Just give me a bed or a floor. <laughs> but, 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 I, I, but generally, I oh, what to be... sleep? Yeah. No, well, I mean, that's but... not happened a lot because they because after the after the first few weeks, they knew that was never going to happen. To be quite frank, right. and I, d- I didn't have enough room to have a bed. To be honest, or an even inflatable mattress. Yeah. Right. Okay. So small. I once looked, locked Luke and most of the ramblers and some most of the ramblers and extraneous members in my flat by accident closed the door uh, forgot to, uh, just locked the, like double locked the door and just basically locked them in nobody noticed that when I said oh see you later lads I'm going to do my radio show uh, let yourselves out when you can because we, we were filming something we? I said you, you guys let me out when you can uh, when you want to and I just locked double locked deadbolted the lock and they couldn't get out and so they were ringing me for like two hours and I was like doing my radio show um, so I had to stick on an extra long Queen song and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and then run back home and let you them did out it. again you played a song and then ran and came back. Oh, I've done that. I did used to do that quite a lot. Of times. <laughs> I've forgotten the football kit and I'm not going to have time to go back. Probably stick a couple of songs on. So the producer's just there. So oh, I didn't have a producer fish, did I? <laughs> and I sounded like it. Yeah, no. Well, it, it kind of ties in with his story. Um, there was a guy who, uh, a guy, a train driver in Japan, one of my obviously uh, favourite parts of the world. Um, he just he was driving a train at uh, 150 miles per hour through the Japanese uh, countryside, the Shinkansen train. Um, yeah, he was he was disciplined for leaving the controls to pop to the loo. <laughs> he just went. He just ran to the loo while he was driving his train. So I imagine trains have like an autopilot feature. You don't. So would, uh, do they? I mean, I'm fairly certain they call it a dead man's handle, don't they? The the, the pushy thing. You've yeah. got to hold it down. Or maybe they did, that would be really excruciating if you do it for hours and hours. Yeah, but then well, also like, cruise control, wouldn't it? Yeah, so you can't really deviate left or right, I suppose. Unless yeah, really I mean, you're, you're you're going in a very specific direction, yeah. taking yeah. a very specific route to mm. that destination. I wonder if. Uh, I mean, if you've done it for long enough. He'd obviously done it before. I mean, he must have. <laughs> yeah, so he yeah. just got caught this time. Yeah, exactly. And he would have planned when to do it if there was a particularly straight bit of mm. track and maybe he goes quickly. Mm. Fair play to him. Um, fair play to him. Well done for pissing. <laughs> Putting everyone <laughs> yeah. in massive peril. Yeah, but I mean, that is that is peculiar behaviour, but obviously not the first time. No, if if he, I just like to think that he just tied a little weight to the control and like... A little kind of lifting weight, a little kettlebell <laughs> to it and just sort of ran down the train. I mean, it's the sort of thing you don't want to see on a train, effectively. No, but I, I do wonder about how much you don't see um, 
for example, on planes. So, so one of my good mates in Australia is a pilot. And when I was last in Australia in 2018, mm. I was flying from Melbourne to Brisbane and he, he was flying domestically for Qantas. Right. And that morning he realized that um, the, the way it works is it's so Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, you basically do it in a triangle so that you end up back where you where started. You left. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. And so he worked out if he swapped shifts with the person he was having his coffee with that morning, he could end up back in Brisbane having flown me from Melbourne to Brisbane. Right. Okay. So I didn't know he was going to do this. Well, I like that. I like that they're annoyed the passenger manifest and they are just able to change yeah. the situation by going, mate, you fancy, a, you fancy changing the uh, <laughs> over a coffee? Yeah, it was remarkable. He, he was literally, they were on their way to like go to their respective planes. He was like, mm. oh, I'll take that. <laughs> How is that allowed? I know. Yeah. Wonderful. But the, uh, so he was, he, um, he came through. He was gonna. Pick, he was always gonna pick me up from Brisbane Airport. Mm. But then he came through the lobby at, um, at Melbourne and gave me a thumbs up, dressed in full like pilot gear, and came over to me oh, and I gave him a hug. No, and it must have looked like something out of like a romantic film, <laughs> especially like pick me up and carry yes, me over the plane. Beautiful. But like because he because I you know because we're mates, I was like talking to him. Oh, how are you doing? He's like, yeah, yeah, good, good. I'm a bit knackered. I've had like eight or nine coffees and I was with um, a, with a fellow journalist because it was for a cricket tour <laughs> who'd obviously never met him before yeah if he wasn't scared of flying he suddenly thought oh, well, hold on so this guy was jitteriest yeah, <laughs> absolute jitteriest I mean we've all seen the film with Denzel Washington where he has <laughs> yeah. loads of coffees because he got pissed the night before <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there was that moment where I was like oh yeah like I would never get this from a pilot mm. I would never understand like obviously why wouldn't you be like you wake up early you can yeah. have a lot of coffee yeah you're going to be jittery in your own way. And, um, and yeah, and it was only through the eyes of my, you know, the person I was there flying with, he was like, God, I hope he's all right. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I'm sure he's absolutely fine. Oh no. It's it kind of, I mean, it's very similar to my uh, terrible driving test I did last week, which we spoke about on the show before. Uh, but uh, yeah, drank too many coffees, got too jittery, made the bad decisions. So look, it, it could happen. You could take it out of the sky. <laughs> you could be dead right now. That's all I'm saying. You could be dead. Uh, we're going to hit a short ad break uh, and we'll be back after this with some emails and stuff. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. And we're back, and it's the Luca Pete Show. Vish is here. I've been waiting for this, what feels like all my life. <laughs> um, have you? Are you familiar with the oeuvre of uh, Luca Pete Show? I mean, like, it, we mainly do talk about airline pilots. Uh, Luke will try and talk about space repeatedly and rocks and stuff, and I'll, I've got no... Space is just too vast. It's too... Do you, 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 you vibe with the very idea of the constant orchestra that is the Milky Way? <laughs> I mean, yeah, in films, but mm. outside, weirdly, outside of films, I kind of I have no interest really. I just have no capacity to keep it in my head. It's just it's just not interesting to me. I, I don't know why. It's that, that I, it should be interesting to me. As soon as they knocked Pluto off from being a planet, I thought well, it's not for me. I'm <laughs> it's not, a movable feast. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they, if you can just change the rules like that, I'm, yeah. I'm not interested. They've they recently reclassified, as said on the Luton pitch, they re- recently reclassified uh, Gibbons uh, to, uh, to to major apes rather than less. They used to be called lesser apes, and now they're just apes. So they got because a promotion. They got a promotion for doing fuck all. If you can just move that around, that's not fair, is it? Yeah, not fair. Not fair. <laughs> what about the monkeys that might want to be, you know, the lemurs are quite unique, I suppose. They're sort of, you know, out in Madagascar. They should be allowed to, into the ape world, I think. Also, like, it's just the idea that other people are making this decision on their behalf. <laughs> yes, Ask exactly. them, what do they yeah. want? Yeah. I'm right, yeah. You'd probably get tax breaks if you're a lesser age. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a few emails about um, driving tests, because that's something we spoke about yeah, uh, last week. And I tell you what, thank you very much to everyone who's got in touch, because... Um, certainly makes me feel a lot better about uh, me fucking it up uh, right royally. How was your driving test? Because you're, you're famously uh, the owner-operator, a uh, man who would never leave his uh, control to do a pee uh, in a bottle or otherwise. Uh, the um, the Honda Jazz. Uh, you're, you're, you're a fully paid-up jazz man. And uh, <laughs> how was your driving test? Did you do it in the Honda Jazz? I didn't do it in the Honda Jazz. Oh. I did it in a Vauxhall Corsa. Right, okay. Um, or an Astra. It was a Vauxhall. Mm. And... It didn't go particularly well. I, I had to pass it the third attempt. Right, okay. That makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah. How 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 much space were there between the first and second and third? Because the problem I'm having is that I literally cannot get a booking yeah, for months. Right. Yeah, I may not see one until October, which is annoying. Yeah, so I was able to tick them off. I think the only break I gave myself was to get over the emotional <laughs> hit of, of failing a driving test. But right. I, So I failed it twice. Um I mean, not by much, but you fail it and you fail it, don't you? Mm. It doesn't really matter by how much. I mean, obviously, don't if you if you know you've got a major, don't think, well, fuck it, fuck it, and then just <laughs> <laughs> go rogue. But um, the second time I failed it was on my actual birthday. Oh, oh yes, oh no, yeah, that's bad. So I I, I still remember um, because the the instructor who I was with, or certainly the assessor, as it were, um, 
they were I'd love to play poker against them because I could tell halfway through that I was like right, then they do not approve of what I'm doing out here on the <laughs> open road and then um he got his clipboard out and stuck my um my driver license at the top on mm. the clip to um start filling out the paperwork and I saw him double take at the uh the date of birth and he went oh no you failed <laughs> Why did he double take at the date of birth? Because I think he realised that he'd written the day, today's day, and then he'd he'd gone to written my date of birth. Right. He was like, "Oh, I must have misread that. <laughs> I must have put your birthday down as the day." And oh, got it the right, okay, around. yes. And then he, you know, he hadn't told me I'd fail at this point. Right. Okay. And so he was, yeah, he he, he was clearly saying it in his head. Yeah, it's his birthday. And just thought, it's his fucking oh birthday. my god, it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but I think my mum's reaction was best. She um she picked me up to take me back. She was like, "How did it go?" And I was like, "I failed." She was like, "Okay, well, there's cake at home." <laughs> <laughs> You could have that any day. I yeah, suppose, I, know. I was like, you, you can't know? take that away from me. No. It's my birthday. Yeah, there's cake at home. There was always going to be cake at home, <laughs> Mom. We're crying out loud. Dad's eating it while he's listening to his music. Um, we got a message from Alex. Hello, Alex. Hi, guys. Long time listener. First time email. Having heard Pete's driving test meltdown. Um, it wasn't a meltdown. Uh, I thought I would share some of my stories related to driving test instructors and my own misfortunes. And my first driving instructor, a man called Adrian, was, uh, as many driving instructors are, somewhat racist. <laughs> are they known to be racist? I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't know, I suppose. Uh, frequently remarking, you do understand English, don't you? Whenever I would say something uh, wrong, probably, uh, probably owing to my Ukraine uh, surname, which is Hashashin. Uh, uh, under Adrian, I booked my first test. One I had to cancel the day prior to the test. I broke two fingers in my hand. Sorry, three fingers in my hand playing football. Ooh. The next test I booked booked uh, seven months later also had to be cancelled as I was due to have surgery on a swollen testicle that day. Busy life. Busy life, Alex has got. Uh, we also had one. Um, my third test, I actually uh, took under the tutorage uh, of a much nicer man. I failed due to a speeding violation. Finally, my fourth test. One, I passed, but barely. The examiner called my name as I was sat in the waiting room. I walked to him and stuck out my hand saying, nice to meet you. Uh, this man ignored my hand and simply said, license. Oh. We awkwardly made our way to the car as I grew more and more nervous. The examiner did not speak to me other than to bark instructions at me, nor chit-chat or pleasantries at all. Finally, on a winding country road in Wakefield, we became stuck down a slow-moving uh, behind a slow-moving tractor. The examiner became more and more visibly angry as I chose not to overtake but sit behind it for 30 minutes. When we arrived back to the test centre, he simply remarked, I don't want to pass you, but I guess I have to. Walked out the, the the vehicle. Let's hope Pete's test is a, a lot more fun than than Alex's. I mean, just incredible stuff. A testicle, a broken hand, and then a man who's just very very upset uh, about not overtaking a tractor. Would that count as a minor? Because you're behind a tractor and you're like, well, you know, if I overtake, like, because if you if you don't overtake for ages, that's like you're not going to be um, tested on anything else, are you? Just you know, languishing behind a tractor. Unlucky. Got to pass me. Didn't oh, do anything oh wrong. so you you you're saying he was make up the like time, yeah, run down the clock time. yeah, definitely taking the ball to the corner, yeah, exactly, the yeah, because yeah. yeah. you could kind of orchestrate that. You just get a really wide load, one of those like real big trucks that carry houses uh, down a winding country <laughs> lane, and they sort of time it so you, you they know where you're going and just sort of block the block the way all the way. That is quite interesting because my my instructor told me to book certain tests at certain times because they were quieter. Yes, to the extent we also went to a driving test centre, which was around, like, no, it would be quieter roads. Quieter roads, right, Than, yeah. like, in, uh, in, more in central London. Mm. So, um, 
Yeah, that is interesting. But then also, I think, given how nervous people are on their driving test, you can't expect them to pull out in a lane they're never supposed to be in anyway. Yes, Just exactly. to overtake a track. No, I agree. That's good. <laughs> good. Good planning. Although I like the way that he was quite, you know, quite calm and a little bit shy there, but he did fail the previous one because of a speeding violation. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the only thing that kept him from speeding, a really, really slow tractor. The, um, I mean, to be honest, it, it kind of fits in, in, in two of the uh, Luke Pitcher kind of uh, comedy tropes in that uh, this guy just seems like, and I, I presume it's a guy because he's got testicles, um, put three fingers in his hand, testicles uh, all, all swollen, uh, due to have surgery on a swollen testicle that day. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Jim Campbell because Jim Jim was on the show a couple of weeks ago uh, and it was a really fun show if you've not had a listen listen to that uh, as well and he uh, he's a man who just constantly I wouldn't call him a hypochondriac but he just finds himself in situations where he has to go to hospital quite a lot um, and it, he's gone for like spelks he's gone for like getting a bit of wood stuck in his hand and <laughs> falling in a canal just a lot of stuff that people wouldn't generally visit a &E. have you got like that many a &E stories because I've probably maybe got two in my entire life I mean, no, I don't, I don't really have any. I, I, I was trying to think of the most serious injury I've ever had. I did my knee when I was 12, falling mm. down a hill in Switzerland on a ski trip. <laughs> okay, right. Um, and I gashed open my knee. I, I still have a big scar on my knee, actually. But, I mean, um, that is what skiing is, though, isn't it? Falling down no, a hill. No, but we, we weren't skiing. We were orienteering at the time. Oh, okay, yeah. good. It was like an after hours... Well, you can't get pissed, which is what people do when they finish yes, skiing. Yes, après ski for you yeah. was orienteering. Yeah. It was basically... You <laughs> Let's look, lose some kids on a Swiss mountain. But you look back on it now and you realise how much of the things you did on school trips or even in school itself were just because teachers just thought, I'll just get them away. Yeah, so we can get pissed, yeah. yeah uh, did you ever see a teacher hammered? Because I did a couple of times on school trips and, like, Mr. Braithwaite's laughing a lot. <laughs> he doesn't usually laugh ever. Only, only in hindsight. So, they, right. so I would always notice that... Thursday afternoons would be great fun. And obviously, because they'd go to the pub on Thursday night. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Likewise on Friday. And that Monday morning was, you had to be on eggshell <laughs> for, for specific <laughs> teachers. And I remember, I, oh, this might be, no, I, I think this is fine. But basically... Just keep it anonymous, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. When we left school, um, certain teachers would get in touch with us. Right. and we realised, like, I suppose, like how raucous they were mm. in what they were seeking from people who used to be students kind of thing. I mean, is that if they are that raucous, they would presumably know where to get the raucous outside of asking literal school children, surely? Yeah, I right. know, yeah. I, I mean, I just thought I was, I was that good at Latin, but apparently not. <laughs> 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 but, the, uh, but I think it's because you never, you know, you some, I, I had this with, uh, quite funny, with um, Katie, who is a... I think she, she must have produced this show at some point. Yes, She's yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. The, in the stack family. Mm -hmm. And we walked past each other after a, like a late ramble thing here and she was coming back from lunch and we were chatting. And I was like, does this feel like when you bump into a teacher outside of, <laughs> side of work? And she was like, it does a little bit. I don't know why. Um, but it was like, it's that. And you always assume they're different people. And then slowly, as you, I suppose, as you get older, you're like... Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I would be, I would hate me when I was 12. <laughs> now, you know, I'd understand yeah. why you would, you would need to go to the pub on mm. 
there's a luncheon because I do it now and it's brilliant. Yes, and yeah, I understand yeah. why you would be so annoyed on a Monday morning that you're coming back. And I, th- I think, like, I, kids. I think, like, um, yeah, I mean, that's difficult. I think w- w- there was, a, um, you know, we've got about six or seven uh, employees at, at Stack now, and uh, they all went on the roof uh, for a drink quite recently, including our very own producer Natalie. Uh, everyone went on the roof, and I was the only kind of like, you know, court owner of the organization who was in that day. And I was like, I'll pop on the roof. I was, dude, I was pottering around the uh, studio, dude, fixing it up or whatever. And uh, I'll pop on the roof. <laughs> and there was a little bit of a dilemma. I thought, you guys don't want me here. Yeah. So I had one I had one cannon left and I was like, Oh, I used to be the, the I used to be the youngster who didn't want the boss there. <laughs> I was like, I mean, they don't care. I don't and I shouldn't care, but I'm just like, oh, you'd have more fun if I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. It's really sad. I've become the, the grown up. It's rubbish. Yeah, you hate it. You used to be the one that goes quiet and now the one yeah, that makes people go quiet. Exactly. Yeah. Rubbish. I hate it. But you're not I, I would never say you're like that as someone who's also in his thirties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I wonder if you're making too much of that. Yeah. We should get them in here now, put them on the spot. <laughs> That's what they'd like. Natalie, yes or no, shout. Yeah, yeah see, um, see, I'm, I'm, see, I am embarrassing and old. Oh, well, never mind. Um, right, we're going to jump out of here uh, before we get ourselves into any more bother. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday. Vish, you're going to uh, join us for this Thursday show as well? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Ta-ta. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.